for him to die by the word of God says. Somebody say the word of God says. The word of God says he shook it.
men and women of God left their work. They left everything they were doing to follow Jesus for three good years. And they were, in their mind, there was a promise that the, the God's kingdom was at hand. So they were going to be given positions in this kingdom. But the ways of God are different from our ways. The thoughts of God are different from our thoughts. So those men followed Jesus for three good years. And one day, Jesus said, I'm going to die. You are in love with somebody, you thought this one is going to lead to marriage. All of a sudden, the says, Enough is enough. I'm picking up with you. Amen. You are working with somebody, you are believing God, you have made so much investment in the business, and one day you wake up and everything is gone. This way, when they were going for three years, they left everything, they invested all their energy, their thoughts, and everything in following Jesus, and one day Jesus said, I'm going to die. They would not understand why Peter said that I rebuke you. Peter said that God, no, 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 no. What are you saying? No, I have not everything to follow you. What are you trying to say? And Jesus rebuked him. But they could understand what Peter was going through. For three years, he has left everything to follow one man. They have left their families, they have left their jobs, their livelihood, everything to follow one man. And one, one day is not going to die. The word of God said that he died. But on the third day, he rose up. Amen. And when he rose up for 40 days, he was with this apostle teaching them the ways of God, teaching them everything. So they thought their hope was weakened, the business has come back to life. Ah, this village has come back to life. And one day, he said, Go with me on the mountain. And he ascended. Pastor has talked a lot about ascension. I don't want to go there again. He ascended. Hope came back. Now hope is gone again. We are devastated. We don't know what these people are going through. Peter denied Christ for three times because the fear alone. People were looking for these people to kill them. So somebody came, you, I saw you, you were in Galilee, you were following Jesus. And he said, oh, I'm not part of this movement. You know, because fear sometimes makes us decline what we have already accepted. Sometimes you find yourself among friends and you know when you're about to eat. When you are not, you pray over your food. But when you find yourself among friends, you see something you can't pray. You see? You see? Sometimes you find yourself among your colleagues and you want to hide your identity as Christians. And it's so true. So the word of God says that these people, Christ ascended, they went into hiding. But before he went, he gave them this command. Let's read. In Acts chapter 1, in Acts chapter 1, So when the apostles says, so when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, The Father alone has the authority to set those days and times. And they are not for you to know. Even after Jesus came back to life, these people were still claiming a part in that kingdom. All their mindset was so ugly. They were thinking about all the things on this earth. 
So even when Jesus came back to life, for that 40 days, they kept on asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to uh, set up your kingdom? Remember, John and his brother went to Jesus with their mother and said, Lord, in your kingdom, I'm going to sit on your right and on your left. These people were fighting for positions on earth. Do you know why we can't give? Because we are so much enveloped in the things of this world. Do you know why we can't pray? Because our thoughts and everything is on this earth. We don't sit heavily. He replied, the Father alone has authority to set those days and times, and they are not for you to know. But you receive the power of the Holy Spirit when it comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, through Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After saying these things, he was taken up into the cloud. While they were watching, they would no longer see him. As they straight to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood among them, men of Galilee. They said, Why are you start standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. Amen. Amen. These people were so confused, they kept on staring. Sometimes we gaze upon things that we have lost. We are so much in things that we have lost that we don't look forward to what God is about to do in our lives. The word of God says, forget about the past. For behold, I do a new thing. Can't you see it? For behold, I do a new thing. Can't you see it? You, can't you see what God is about to do in your life? Why are you consumed so much in the things of your past? You keep on gazing upon what has left you, forgetting that there is a promise awaiting you. Mm. One for I read. Once when he was sitting with them, he commanded them, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gates he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but in just a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Ha. In just a few days, you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Do not leave Jerusalem before the promise. What do you do? We go into waiting. We are in a generation that we can't wait upon God. I love my generation. Now you go to the supermarket, you just take your car, keep it, you take your goods and go away. At first, you have to wait on the line for somebody to serve you. But now you go, you just take your keep it, you take your goods and go away. Okay. So now we are a generation. That everything is fast track that we can't wait upon God. When was the last time you did your morning devotion? When I was being raised as a Christian, when we were growing up, every morning when you meet your fellow Christian, there's a question that you ask. What saved the Lord? What is the Lord saying to you? What is the Lord saying to you? When you were doing your morning devotion, what is the Lord saying to you? Now, do we do our devotion? We were trained in such a way that no Bible, no breakfast. Now it's no Instagram, no breakfast. When you wake up in the first morning, yet last week, Pastor talked about first fruits. Do you offer your first to God? It's not only about money. First is first. When you wake up, what is the first thing that you seek? When you wake up, what is the first thing that you seek? Because we are in a generation, we wake up, the first thing that we are is our 
is our Instagram post, our likes. So now we can't wait upon God. We can't hear the words of the God. Do you know the difference between you, the prophets and you? We all have the same spirit. But they have developed themselves to wait upon the Lord. The word of God said the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead resides in you. That spirit is in you. That spirit is inside in you. But they have developed themselves to wait upon the Lord, to hear their voice. So you go to them, they tell you a lot of things. And whatever they tell you, you believe. Because you have not developed yourself to hear from God. What is God's word concerning you right now? What is God's word concerning the season you find yourself in? Have you sought God for it? And until we come to the point as a church where we develop that capacity to wait upon the Lord, I am waiting for the day that I will meet my brother and brother that saved the Lord. I'm waiting for the day that I will meet my sister, my sister and sister that saved the Lord. I'm waiting for the day that as a church, we will all encourage one another with the word of the Lord. No Bible, no breakfast. Somebody say, no Bible, no breakfast. No Bible, no breakfast. No Bible, no breakfast. I say it until this word, when you are sleeping, to bring it into your ears. That no Bible, no breakfast. Say it again. No Bible, no breakfast. No Bible, no breakfast. You need to go out with the word of God. Fully empowered. Jesus told them that I know there's a movement, but go and wait for me in Jerusalem. Go and wait. Go and wait. Go and wait. The word of the Lord is that those who wait upon the Lord. Ha! 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 Those who wait upon the Lord. Those who wait upon the Lord. He shall renew their strength. Do you know why we are struggling with addictions? Do you know why we are struggling with a lot of faith? Because we have not decided to wait upon the Lord. Those that 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 wait upon the Lord. He shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and never grow tired. Ha! They shall walk and never faint. <laughs> Those that wait upon the Lord. Those that wait upon the Lord. As a church, we are coming to a place of waiting. Ha! The spirit is within you. The spirit, the first thing you said that Lord, I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. It was deposited into your account. Everybody here is filled with the Spirit of God. Non-exceptional. Everybody is filled with the Spirit of the Lord. But how much I do you want it? How much do you want to be used by God? Do you not wait upon God? I made a small research about, I didn't understand why the Bible said that there's a man of race like eagles. I didn't understand it. Why the eagle? Why the eagle? Why the eagle? And I made some small research about eagles. Do you know what eagles do? Hayabaka sikabakaba. Eagles soar above other bears. They don't fly like normal bears. We are exceptional people. We are people of the spirit. We don't move as the world moves. We soar above them. 
the word of God so that when men say there is a casting down, we will say there is a lifting up. Because we are people of the air. He saw about comments. So even though your natural body is dying, but you declare forth and be healed, because we move as spiritual people. We don't move as we see. We don't walk as we see. We walk as the spirit leads. Some research proves that the eagle can soar, some eagles, not all eagles, some eagles can soar about 3,000 kilometers high. Do you know what 3,000 kilometers is? I just went to Google. From here to uh, Morocco is 2,900. So just imagine, the eagle can soar to that height. And from that height, they can see their prey above. In that height, snakes cannot touch them. In that height, nothing can touch them. Far above. And that's what God wants us to do. God wants us to soar above any circumstances. Above anything that is trying to limit us. That's the space God has lifted us. Far above. Far above. Far above. Far above. I learned about the ego. That when they are in the atmosphere and the storm comes against them, do you know what they do? They just stretch up their wings and move according to the direction of the sun, the wind. They just move. They come to the point where they say that, I'm not going to use my strength again. So they saw according to the direction of the wind. They just flap up their wings like this, and they'll be sorry. They'll be sorry. How many times are you going to use your strength? The word of God says that by strength you can't prevail. You are tried with your strength, but you cannot prevail. You have to lean upon the spirit. The word of God says that in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. You have to move by the flow of the spirit. How do you try with your own wisdom and fail so many times? So many times, even in choosing your spouses, sometimes you want to rely on our natural eyes. Choosing the business you're going to do, we rely on our natural eyes and experiences. But there comes a time your experience will fail you. Your wisdom will fail you. Everything will fail you but those that trust in the Lord. Those that trust in the Lord. The word of God that their face shall be radiant and it shall not be covered in sin. God is trying to move us into the place where our only hope and trust will be in the ways of the Lord. Some study proved that eagles live up to 30 years. But sometimes they can move up to 40 years. So do you know what they do? When they find themselves so weak, they soar to the highest mountain and go and hide there. And do you know what they do? They pluck out their own feathers. Every feather that is weak within them, they pluck it out. They take it out. And they'll be hitting their beak against the, the, the rock. And they'll pluck it out. Do you know what they're doing? They are saying that, Lord, I've come before you. As naked as I am, I take off my clothes. I take off my clothes. Anything that I'm relying on, I take it off. That's the point that we should come to. The point that we can come to God and come. The word of God says that he knows you're rising up and you're lying down. Nothing is hidden before him. 
we come to God pretending. You know, when you come to church, pastor said, I raise up your hands. <laughs> I'm the boss, <laughs> the manager of my friends. How dare you say that I should raise up my hands? The pastor said, I make a shout. <laughs> I can't shout. I'm the boss. You are lacking. You don't know what you're doing. The eagles come to the point where they say that, Lord, I take off my feathers. The, my feathers are what cover me. I take it off. I take off my feathers. The feather is what I cover all my sins and my weaknesses. And I lay bare before you. They come to God, lay bare before him. They come to God, say that, Lord, naked I come. This is me. When you come before God, God knows you. Everything that you are doing, he knows you. Come to him as you are. I don't pretend before God. Sometimes I feel like coming here to lie down. I come to God and say, Lord, I'm so weak in this. Help me. Strengthen me in this. Ah, sometimes at home, I feel like rolling on the floor. When I come to church and I feel like lying on the floor, I don't care whatever somebody is watching me. I don't care. I don't care because I'm before my God. When I come to church like this, I'm before my God. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care what you're saying about me. I feel like I've come before my God. When you come before your father, when you come before your maker, lie naked before him. See that, Lord, this is my weakness. Lord, I'm struggling in this. Help me! Help me! Help me! Help me! The word of God said that after Isaac has blessed Jacob and Esau, Esau came that, Lord, Father, don't you have any blessings for me? And Isaac said, I've given all the blessings to your brother. But when you decide, by the day you decide, by the day you decide, it's all about decision. When you come before your father, when you come to church, in your process, you go to God and say, that, Lord, I've decided I don't want this anymore. This is not fit for a king. You are a king. You are a king. This is not fit for a king. This is not fit for a king. So he comes before God, he said, Lord, I brought it out. Lord, take away this weakness. Your words that you became weak, thou be strong. Lord, I exchange my weakness with your strength. Enough is enough. I don't want this weakness again. Lord, help me. Fill me with your spirit. How can there be a feeling when you are occupied with a lot of things? When you come before God, that's what the eagle is doing. He's emptying himself for every feeling. Empty yourself. Empty yourself. Put down your pride. Put down your pride. Though you are beautiful, but there is somebody more beautiful than you. Though you are handsome, but there is somebody more handsome than you. You are before the King of Kings, the Lord of God, the God who is crowned with glory. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? You enter into his presence with pride. Cast it down. Put down everything. Because as a church, we are moving. We are leaving no one behind. And the pride, God resists the crowd. God resists the crowd. God resists the crowd. God resists the crowd. Until you are ready to cast down your crown. Anything that you have put on your head that you say is what you we come to church and sometimes also say that greet somebody and people are saying that. How dare you come and greet me? We come to church. What is going on in the church? 
How dare you? How dare you? You are in the church. I send the person to the house somebody. And you are looking at the person. The person, how dare you? Who are you? Promise of God will come to pass 
expectation for every heart that is perfect towards him. This morning, I don't know about you, but I desire for righteousness. I test for righteousness. I don't want this again. I don't want this again. The word of God that come unto me all year with heavy lady, and I'll give you rest. Until you decide to shake the yoke. There's a yoke upon my head. Ha! There's a yoke upon my life. I don't want it again. So I said, Lord, take it off. Give me your rest. Give me your rest. Lord, this weakness of mine. Lord, this weakness of mine. This sickness of mine. I don't want it again. So this morning I'm waiting up for you. What you're doing right now is waiting. You're waiting upon the promise of God. What you're doing now is waiting. You But there's a gathering. The Spirit of God is moving here. You see? You see? God is moving. Can't you see? Can't you see? God is doing something new in your life. He is sitting every weakness with your strength. He is filling you with his power. You are going to soar and praise like an eagle. In the name of Jesus. Come on, let's rise up together. In the name of Jesus.